spooky? Do you think I'm spooky? I told my mom I thought I saw a werewolf. And my mom believed me. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Serious crap. You think these people were eaten? My dog stepped on a bee. Unidentified flying objects. I think that fits the description pretty well. Haunted human remains. He's dead, but he has the power to move and kill. She was bludgeoned to death with an axe. <laughs> A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. When I stand on the mountain and I say, do it, it gets done. If it don't get done, then I'll move on it. And that's the last thing in the world you want me to- And this is the Spookies Podcast. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Truth, the Ohio Chemical Train Derailment and Cover-Up. I'm Michael. And I'm Stephanie. This episode on the chemical train crash was born out of anger and disgust. We both saw liberals trying to minimize or outright ignore a man-made ecological disaster to protect their political tribe. They simply refused to believe it was happening. And we were seeing this on real time on social media. Mm -hmm. I can't speak for liberals who are not on social media because, you know, we don't have any friends. We don't know. (laughs) I had wanted for a long time to do an episode about corporate conspiracies and cover-ups. I have always found man-made ecological disasters like the Exxon Valdez or the BP oil spill really upsetting. Yeah. So the episode has been out for a couple of days, and uh, how do you think it's been received so far? You know, the reaction has been mostly positive, and I thought this was going to be a super controversial episode, (laughs) because anytime you talk about anything political people's emotions get really ginned up. Even though this seems this feels like it should be an apolitical topic. It's not. But it turns out we were just saying what a lot of people were already thinking. Mm-hmm. I thought we were merely stating the obvious. The two most negative responses I have seen is one guy called us tree huggers. I mean, I am a tree hugger. <laughs> I think he thought that was an insult. It's not. I've probably been one well, since I was a kid. We're both very pro-environment. I've been an environmentalist since I was a kid. I'm not a hippy person, yeah. but I'm pro-environment. Yeah. And there was another person who said we were traitors to the Democratic Party. <laughs> I like that one. It made me laugh. I had a rough week, and I needed a good laugh. <laughs> Now, my question is, when did the Democratic Party become a cult? Who do they think they are? Republicans? Fascists? What am I? Am I a brown shirt? No, you're a member of a cult if you're a Democrat. If I have to have a a party affiliation, you know, so I can vote in my primaries. Stephanie is a member of the Democratic Party. I am not. Only because I want to vote in the primaries and have a say-so. Now, that doesn't mean that... I haven't voted Democrat. You always vote Democrat. I have never voted Republican, <laughs> even for the smallest position. I have never voted Republican. Yeah. I never will vote Republican. I voted for a Republican when they were more liberal than the Democrat. So the, that's that has actually happened before um, when it came to local government here in Kansas. Right. But um, as far as like national politics, no. I've never voted for a Republican nationally. I hate the Republican Party. It's a theocratic death cult. It's mm-hmm. an existential threat to the entire world, and I hate them. Yeah. Like, really despise everything they stand for. 
their policy positions. I despise them. But man, the Democrats are just giving us a run for their their money, aren't they, man? Well, yeah, but <laughs> the Republicans are cancer to me. Yeah. So if you think that this is a right-wing podcast or we're sticking up for the Republicans, you're wrong. Right. Uh, I probably will not vote. That's my position going forward until somebody represents me. Now, I know there's going to be people say, well, that's easy for you to say you're a white male. Well, I'm in a state where my vote doesn't count. I'm in a red state. Okay. I know the way this state is voting. Yeah. And I am one person. It takes a lot more than one vote to swing anything. Well, I was pretty pissed when you didn't vote uh, against the abortion measure here in Kansas because you said it would matter. I didn't think it would pass. I was surprised. But guess what? We got a bunch of politicians voted in who are right wing. And I was right about that. Yeah. Kobach's back, you guys. That fucker. I don't know who the fuck that is. If you don't know who Chris Kobach is, just start looking into eugenics and who the people who support that shit are because they're modern eugenicist now out there and chris kobach is one of those people so if you're a conspiracy theorist you should hate him because he's a eugenicist Mm -hmm. and he is a nutbag but you know he's against immigration so a lot of conspiracy theorists like him yeah but look i am not a partisan hack for the lame-ass democrats i like aoc and the squad and i like katie porter i know the woman that everybody on twitter says is performative But they have no real power. They are the controlled opposition. It's not this other theory that it's the Democrats are actually in charge and controlling the Republicans. You can't control the Republicans. They're out of fucking control. Well, no, you've got these younger uh, politicians in office who are in there as good faith politicians, I believe. And they're actually trying to make changes. But they are being stonewalled by the people who have been in there for decades. Well, people accuse them of being performative, but that's all they've got is yeah. performance. That's all they got. Well, they, I think they understand the optics of of politics better than the old, old as fuck we're, politicians. We're going to get to that. So, <laughs> look, the lobbyists and the corporate donors are the ones really in control. I know I sound like Bernie Sanders, but it's true. Well, he wasn't wrong about that. No, he wasn't. I just don't like a lot of Here's his Here's the thing about Bernie followers. Sanders, okay? He is actually just an old school Democrat. Yeah. He's not a, a communist. He's yeah. not a far left. He's he, That's what Democrats used to they be. They used to stand up for working class, the the all of us peasants out He's here. He's a union pe- guy. Yeah, all of us who were just trying to make a living however we can and i don't give a fuck if he's an asshole to people we meet i'm an asshole to people i meet so it doesn't matter (laughs) i support his policies and i'm not a bernie bro though i don't like that's the thing i don't like his followers his creepy cult you know neck beard followers those guys can fuck right off seriously fuck right off bernie or biden they're a bunch of sexist pigs bernie or biden i'm going with bernie yeah i am biden is a figurehead as was trump okay you think we're for Trump? No, Trump was a figurehead too. Yeah. It's all one big charade. The woke nonsense is a very clever scam rooted in emotional outrage. Because if they can get you yeah. in that emotional trigger, they've got you. They, they, yes. It's a scam to deflect from real issues like economic injustice and oligarchy. Yeah. It gets all the nuts on both sides worked up. We see this on Twitter every fucking every day. day. <laughs> because we're chronically online. <laughs> they seem to never learn. Fighting over pronouns and J.K. Rowling. I am so sick of seeing her fucking name. You know, things that the average American roll their eyes at. Yeah. Sorry, Twitter. Average Americans, working class Americans find your pronoun wars boring. 
I, you know, and I just want to make a note on this because we've been able to go back to the movies lately and there are now these commercials for Black History Month. Well, that's fine. But they're really, really cringe because they're using all of those Twitter buzzwords and no one in the theater. And by the way, not everyone in the theater is white. No one in the theater. They all just have their... Like, they're ready Ugh. for the movie to start. They're like looking anywhere but at these because like... Because people go to the movies for excitement. Yeah. They don't go to be lectured to about some That's what, it's history a very, lesson. I don't know what the commercial is, but it's a very luxury type of like, oh, this person used her privilege. And like these kind of words just make my skin Imagine crawl at this point. Imagine telling poor people they have privilege. Yeah. Whether they're black or white or hispanic or whatever, whatever gay whatever they have privilege yeah you sound that that is just so insulting it, it's it's really condescending the way that they talk in the commercial itself i'm in my ivory tower above yeah. you and they're talking about zendaya of all people like oh she used her privilege and it and was I, like i like zendaya I, yeah i love her too i'm like what the but fuck are you guys on about she's a wealthy actress <laughs> yeah. she is like above us all and then you got this guy talking about like uh, uh i don't know if it's it's a black animated comic that no one has heard about and i'm like what are you talking about like what is this nobody's and no one's watching this commercial by the way because it's cringe it's like peak cringe and it's twitter shit and but they put it in the <laughs> commercials at the amc they movie theaters that most people aren't even on twitter do they realize yeah, that i don't know <laughs> I mean, I'm on Twitter because it's part of my job description, but I'm really shadow banned at this point by Elon Musk. Same, yeah. If you don't, if you don't buy the blue, you're you're getting fucked. So, <laughs> but we do have some breaking news. Donald Trump is going to Ohio to see the damage done by the chemical train fire on Thursday. Now, anyone with half a brain knows Trump is a sociopath with zero empathy. This is all a self-serving political stunt. The arsonist has returned to put out the fire he fucking started. Everything Trump does is a stunt, period. Mm-hmm. And I'm always shocked when people don't understand this. Right. Yeah, how do you don't get this? And He's it's a not because barker. I have special insight. It's obvious. obvious, right? He has no empathy or compassion for anyone other than himself. He is a malignant narcissist. He hates animals, okay? Yes. And I mean really hates animals. But that- there is a flip side to this. Mm-hmm. Where is Joe Biden? Well, today is President's Day, and Biden decided instead of going to Ohio, he's going to Ukraine. And I want to be clear. I support Ukraine. Absolutely. Anyone who knows me knows I hate Putin. I literally posted a meme today about Putin dead, you know? (laughs) I wake up every day hoping I open my Twitter app or open my news app and Putin is assassinated. (laughs) Or maybe he's just pooped off from the cancer. Even if it's by the CIA. Don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. He is so bad. Putin is awful. What Biden is doing is political malpractice. It plays into every right-wing narrative that he cares more about other countries than he does his own. It plays into that stupid conspiracy theory about globalism. Yeah, and and that domestic policies aren't being met. Because they haven't. He needs... But we're giving trillions of dollars to Ukraine, because we are. And look, I support, actually, us supporting Ukraine. I, I think do support we that. do, but I also... Th- I think we can do both, though. I think we need to cut them off. I think they've got enough. That's my opinion. They well, can- we need to get other people involved. It can't just be us. They have to fight their own war. But we need to get other countries involved monetarily. And I hope they win. And, uh, but they need to fight their own war. They have been fighting their own war. Well, we've been supporting them. Of course we're supporting them. And I them. think if we were to... I think if they weren't getting the support, I think they'd be losing their ass off. But well, of course. Cool. But we're giving them you know, a lot of good gadgets and shit. But it comes a point when you got to say, okay, they can do this themselves. Here's the thing, though. If they can give you know, 
so much billions and trillions of dollars to the industrial complex the war industrial complex military the military and i don't and i do and i do not mean service members okay so this is not aimed at you this is talking about the blob the blob and they've even said when when trump was doing this they were giving them too much money so they just had money in a slush fund that they could do whatever with that money could be used for social programs that we need right the fuck now that could be used for cleanup efforts over in ohio and pennsylvania it's not being used there Biden needs to go to Ohio mm-hmm. and show those people he cares, even if they didn't vote for him. Yeah. But not everybody in not everybody in Ohio is a Republican. Not everybody in Ohio is a voter. Yeah. A, you know, there's a lot of animal sanctuaries. I noticed this when we were doing research on this. A lot of animal sanctuaries and farm, because it's a farm community, are right around in this area. Their animals are now getting sick. So we mentioned this in the actual podcast, but we saw more footage of like horses and, and other sanctuary animals uh who knows what's going to happen to them and it's not just east Pal- palestine it's also the neighboring and i don't know what township it is uh in pennsylvania so they're completely forgotten those people nobody gives well, a fuck about ukraine them. is more important because tw- people on twitter love ukraine yeah and they love to post memes and gu- about it and guess what fox news is going to be running with now oh yeah we already know they're going to be going biden doesn't give a shit biden doesn't fucking care uh pete Buttigieg doesn't fucking care and and trump cares and but trump you know the arsonist actually fucking cares but because he's it's showing not up just going to be fox it's going to be all the other channels too yeah. even probably msnbc yeah because that's what it looks now, like in 1995 bill clinton went to Oklahoma City after the Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah. And he met with the families and the survivors. Now, whether he was sincere or not, it was great politics. He acted like a real leader. It was the beginning of his political resurgence. What Biden is doing is political malpractice. It's common sense. You go there when there's a tragedy or a disaster. You don't ignore it for two weeks. Okay, now going on three weeks and then focus on fucking stupid spy troll balloons from China. No one gives a fuck. The UFO flap, that was bullshit. It's a bullshit thing. And like I said before, I'm into ufology. I'm a kook. But (laughs) I'm telling you, the other kooks I was listening to in the podcast, they knew that was bullshit. They Uh were like, eh, it's Russian spycraft, whatever. Chinese, Russian, whatever. R- or Chinese, yeah, Chinese, Russian. It's our enemies. Yeah. That's what they're doing. There was the, a- the fact that, they, that they're doing it so obviously, it's a troll, right? Because if you're actually spying, the point is not to get caught. There was, on Twitter yesterday, there was an alert, like, out in the Pacific, there was some balloon, and they were acting like, oh, here it is again, UFOs. <laughs> That's not how contact with an alien species is going to work no and you know what people in the comments were literally saying what the fuck about ohio okay they were they were asking about it like who cares about aliens this shit? don't have balloons <laughs> they're not pennywise <laughs> my question to you stephanie is what is wrong with biden why has he basically ignored a dangerous environmental hazard what are your theories on this I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know because it's he's so out of touch. And being out of touch also equates to I don't care. Is it because he's got dementia? Because he does. It could be the people who are um, informing him. It could be that, like Pete Buttigieg, it could be that he's paid off by uh, but I think this it, railway. I think ignoring it. But ignoring it is so now, stupid. To his, Politically, it's I stupid. I will say this. To his credit... The governor of Ohio, Mike DeWine, who is a Republican, mm-hmm. claims that Biden did offer assistance, but DeWine said it's not necessary right now. Yeah. But 
that's just the bare minimum. And he, and look, he could push him. He could push well, him. Here's the thing. Come on. When you are the president, you are in charge of the states as well. It's not. Yeah. We're not. Look, Biden's acting. This is more than a states' rights issue because it actually goes across two. This states. isn't a civil war. Yeah. Okay. Biden's acting like, well, that's just the states. Let's leave it up to the states. And maybe that's his thinking behind it. Maybe that is. And I. It's don't, a very conservative way of thinking. Yeah, but it's not right because it crosses two states. So really, Pennsylvania, who has a Democratic governor, isn't asking for. FEMA help and this is how fucked up politics are because over on Fox News they're saying uh, that Biden has denied FEMA aid to Ohio and that's absolutely incorrect it's that Mike DeWine doesn't want it well Mike DeWine has also gutted the EPA the local EPA in Ohio well they're all paid off officials anyway which is why they can only suggest not setting this shit on fire watched uh, local news footage uh, I think it was yesterday morning, of people who live near the crash site and they are covered in rashes from the chemicals. There are mm-hmm. horses who are inhaling toxic fumes. Yeah. We have seen again and again how the water is contaminated with toxins. It's horrific. And yet people on Twitter are like... It's in the Ohio River That's now. normal. It's That's in- normal. That's just bubbles. Yeah, and Erin Brockovich is going there. She was going to go there Thursday. But Erin Brockovich is, is a Republican, right? <laughs> yeah, I've been told She's that. She's a lobbyist for the oil companies, right? Right, right. She's not a, a water activist, or a clean water activist. she just wants attention. Yeah, this is what I've been told about her. It's not true. She's trying to stop Dark Brandon. <laughs> So she'll be there Friday to actually do a town hall and to help galvanize uh, the victims there of the, that town and maybe the other, even no, Pennsylvania. The too. other diehard Republican, uh, John Stewart, uh, on his podcast was covering this with union people, yeah. people who, who live near there, and a reporter who covers uh, environmental cover-ups and things like this. Because we saw this in 9-11, and then we saw it again in burn piles. And yeah, Iraq but, but John and Stewart, you know, he's he's a hardcore Republican. Dude, he's gotten like really annoyingly like, woke lately, and that has turned me he's off to some of his shit. He's part of the shit. Democratic establishment, but he is saying this is a red flag. This is wrong. This is bad. Yeah, yeah. he's shining a light on it, and he is wondering why is it being ignored. That was his question. Yeah. Why? And that's what the people keep asking. They, they are have crying ignored out this for help. For two weeks, we're it, on week three now. So yeah. three fucking weeks. We're going into week three but it was of two not weeks give a fuck. before the New York Times covered this. Now, I want to say, I do this podcast because I'm passionate about the things we talk about. It's purely a labor of love. If we lose listeners over something you or I say, oh, well, I don't do this for any rewards. We are a podcast about monsters and serial killers and spooky stuff. And sometimes the scariest things are government corruption and corporate malfeasance, which is what this yes. is this impacts us directly. Yeah. This is not just a scary story we're telling. Yeah. Now, Orange Satan, aka Trump, rescinded the modest reforms Obama had made. Reforms that were already watered down by the railroad industry. And Obama watered them down. Mm-hmm. Okay. They were look, I'm glad by we got their lobbyists. I'm glad we got something, but it didn't last very long. Obama's beholden to the lobbyists as well. Yeah, and then they busted up the union saying, really, you need to and pay attention. And this is why these dangerous train accidents are increasing. Yes. Trump didn't drain the swamp. He filled it. He is the swamp. So if you're out there thinking, well, Trump would have drained the swamp. Trump is the fucking swamp. He's the swamp He is king. a career criminal. Yeah. Now, the shit libs have tried to silence critics by saying, if you question the media narrative about the train crash, you're helping the president's enemies. 
We have pointed out again and again that the governor of Ohio is a Republican. He has gutted the EPA in Ohio. He is a puppet of the railroad company. He is refusing to declare a state of emergency. I loathe the Republican Party. They are terrible people. That doesn't change the fact that Pete Buttigieg and Joe Biden are essentially Republicans. Yeah. That is fiscal conservative. Yeah. Because right now, they're going after people who they're saying have committed fraud over PUA assistance during... Uh, Unemployment co- overpayment. Uh, yeah, and that is not true. It's not true. But they're saying this because rather than get it back to all the rich people or the Congress people who stole it, who actually stole it... They would it, never say this to the banks. Oh, no. The banks never had to pay back their money. But please, go after well, the peasants. Watch a shit lib try to tie themselves in a knots defending... Democrats defending big banks. Why? Mm-hmm. It's it's fair. It's hilarious. They're on their backs. They're just twitching. They're like. <laughs> so, Michael, you keep talking about shit libs. Uh, I want you to define that. What is it? What's a shit lib? A shit lib is an establishment Democrat or corporate Democrat. A Biden Democrat. Mm-hmm. The Clintons, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Kamala Harris, Gavin Newsom, Mayor Pete. Anyone you see on MSNBC. <laughs> They are fiscal conservatives who push identity politics to distract from economic issues. And I'm not saying that women's rights, gay rights, trans rights don't matter. They do. But if you can't afford a livable wage, that comes first. If you can't have health care, that comes first. It's what they call, there's this thing in psychology called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Mm -hmm. And your basic needs are the ability to eat and to breathe and things like that. (laughs) And have somewhere to live. and A shit lib is anybody who sings, This is my fight song. <laughs> this is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm right song. When Hillary Clinton appears on your God, TV screen. God, it was so cringe. Why that song? Shit libs to me are just those who are blue no matter who. Blue MAGA. And I've actually been accused of being Blue MAGA, by the way, because Who? I... Uh, oh, on Twitter from Tankies. <laughs> now, Tankies are communists. Tankies are like Gen Z kids who like Putin. They're also like little incels. So they're like tanky incels. Anime, and, and, and they've got the rose in their, you know... That. They never show their faces because they're hideous. <laughs> they've got the rose and they've got the rainbow flag. Yeah. And they've got their back... They have no identity. <laughs> their background is like Karl Marx... Yeah. And Soviet bullshit. Like critical thinking has left the building. <laughs> the worst of Gen Z. Yeah, these are the dum dums. <laughs> but Blue MAGA, aka shit libs, they love the mainstream democratic establishment. Right. They can't imagine a world without capitalism, tax cuts for the rich, or uh, the military industrial complex. Mm-hmm. Shit libs are usually well off financially and haven't served in the military. They have very little grasp on political reality or anything else for that matter and feel great when their team is in control and then feel this like crippling anxiety when the other team is. Now, granted, I, you know, we all experienced anxiety when Trump was president. (laughs) A lot of them are lawyers or work in journalism. Wine moms who have a cult-like devotion to the CIA and the military industrial complex, and they just worship the national security state. You know, and I like her, but Nicole Wallace, she's a good example of that. I do love Nicole Wallace. Yeah. Well, I really like her. She's come far from being a Bush Republican. That's why. I think she's, but I she's don't think expanded. She was, I don't think she's a very ideological person. Like, yeah. You know, 
the thing about shit libs is that they prioritize trans rights above a livable wage, climate change, and health care, which is deeply ironic because you need great health care to be trans. To, to fully be trans. That guy, uh, Troy Foreman, who showed his ass with us, he is the <laughs> definition of a shit lib. He is such a shit lib. He was bragging about watching Hillary Clinton documentaries on Hulu. So shit lib is kind of like a new term for latte liberal. Or neoliberal. Ah, I see. I like shit, this better. <laughs> shit libs will cite Ronald Reagan, George W. Bush, Nikki Haley, and John McCain as good people. Mm-hmm. They are completely ignorant or in denial of Joe Biden's cozy relationship with the credit card industry. And it's still very cozy. Oh, it's always been. Mm -hmm. So when Joe Biden was a senator, he was one of the few Democrats who sided with credit card companies that were trying to make it harder for people to declare bankruptcy. Right. The banks own him. They have owned him since day one. And this is not an attack. From it's not new. Some tanky propaganda. No, this is like 30 years old. Old, okay? This is not new. Well, he's a senator from Delaware. Yeah. And Delaware is a credit card company hub. In fairness to Biden, he did not create the corrupt system, but he used his influence to strengthen and protect it. Yeah. He cast key votes that deregulated the banking industry, made it harder for individuals to escape their credit card debt and student loan debt, and protected his state status as a corporate bankruptcy hub. He helped pass laws that led to the Great Recession of 2008. Look it up if you don't believe us. If mm -hmm. you think we're just sprouting propaganda, look it up. Now, this is all a matter of public record. You can go and look it up for yourself. But the credit card companies have contributed heavily to Joe Biden his entire career in politics. That's a fact. It's everything the average American hates about our politics. When you post dark Brandon memes, you're a champion, a lifelong advocate of corporate America. Mm -hmm. Now, look, maybe you are an advocate for corporate America. Maybe you like the system as it is. I know a ton of Democratic activists on Twitter are actually corporate lawyers who work for Walmart and Goldman Sachs. See, but they're not having to bounce from job to job. There are, I know people who have advanced uh, degrees and they're still having to bounce from job to job with entry level type wages. Uh, and wondering where do I put my 401k? No, these are wondering where, oh, what new healthcare plan I can buy. These are very well. And these are these are the the millennials that are doing better than us, right? Like they're they're doing better, and they still have no security. It's bad. These are people who are very well off. Yes, and that's why they have all the time in the world to tweet trans lives matter mm -hmm. because nothing else matters. Uh, Black lives matter. You know they can do all. If that. you're driving a Mercedes, you're doing fine. Always tweeting about gun control, which yeah. I support. I don't like guns. <laughs> But if you're tweeting about it all the time, you're just a hashtag activist. I can't take you seriously. Yeah. You know, you're not doing anything. <laughs> it's not doing shit. Every time there's a shooting, well, this time's different. No, it's not. When a bunch of babies were murdered at Sandy Hook and they did nothing, I knew. I was like, fuck it. Nothing will ever change in this country. Nothing. Until you get someone who's basically like a Roosevelt who will take all your fucking guns. Well, a couple and eventually that will happen. Remember when New York... Claim they went after the NRA and they bankrupted NRA and oh yeah they were done oh yeah what happened NRA to that? is still around because that was all performative so they didn't bankrupt shit no you know and part of that's the Supreme Court's got the NRA's back but uh. still it, again this is another example though of corporate the NRA is a corporation yes. they're the gun lobby yeah. and they're selling a dangerous product because they want to make money that's going to kill people yeah they don't care if it kills people just it's like money. the toxins 
in this in these train cars is not labeled a deadly chemical, which it is. There were several that weren't labeled deadly chemicals. In fact, they don't have to be labeled deadly chemicals by the EPA because it's been deregulated so much. But this so is much. the Biden EPA. No, I expect this shit from the Trump EPA. Yeah. And you can't tell me, no, wait a minute. The they've already they can't repeal what Trump did. Yes, they can. If Trump could go around and repeal actually all of the positive things that Obama did, then we can do when the same thing with the negative things that Trump has when done. When you're the secretary of a department, you set the rules. That yeah. is the whole point. When Trump came they in, they call them czars. Yeah. So what? What the fuck? What's czarish about uh, Pete Buttigieg here? The Democrats have become the party of the rich and the sanctimonious. The, the Republicans, forget about them. They are yeah. the party of the far-right fascist lunatics. Two parties, one master, corporate America. I know I sound like, uh, what's that guy that talks about all the consumer safety? Ralph Nader. I sound like Ralph Nader. Oh. But I'm not wrong. He's actually been bought off. But <laughs> Whatever. I- I- irony. <laughs> now, some people think we are being unfair to Pete Buttigieg, uh, Biden's secretary of transportation. Stephanie, tell them why they are wrong. Representatives from Norfolk Southern, the company behind the disastrous train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, met with federal officials in November and December to push back on a proposed rule intended to help during rail emergencies. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg was among the officials present during the first meeting, according to a memo cited by the Washington Post. Which is a centrist newspaper run by Bezos. Mm Mm-hmm. Buttigieg seems to think the railroad companies can regulate themselves. Yeah. Capitalism, by its very nature, prioritizes profit above everything else. Mm-hmm. That's how business works in a capitalist system. It is. And I was taught this in college. You know, I actually attended some business classes. You can't trust a for-profit business to self-regulate. <laughs> Just won't. It's not in their genetic makeup. You know, this kind of reminds me of uh, when a bunch of asbestos was found in makeup and Max Factor at the time, who was one of the biggest uh, companies, conglomerates at the time, and I think, I can't remember which decade, I want to say it was in the 50s or 60s, right. um, when they found out this was a carcinogen, they said, no, 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 you don't need to regulate us. And they gave a bunch of money to people, and they said, we'll regulate it. We'll regulate the talc, because it's inherently kind of in talc anyway. There are safe places you can get it from, but it's kind of hard to get it out of there in general. It's kind of better if you have makeup that's not used without talc. That rule is still in effect today. And I'm still seeing people who are like chemists and people who are are supposedly advocating for people telling me that talc is perfectly safe. But then why do I see ads still from uh, class action lawsuits about women getting like all kinds of uterine, vaginal cancer from using baby powder because they were told to use baby powder and their private parts. And it's, it's typically older women at this point. But uh, yeah, this that's, that's to me a good example of, you know, oh, an industry self-regulating itself. Well, it, they didn't. Well, Mayor Pete, uh, he'll always be Mayor Pete to me. Yeah. The Secretary of Transportation says he is powerless to do anything. We talked about this in the yeah. regular pod. There's no easy way to say this, though. He's a liar. Tell our listeners why he is a liar. Rail law and regulatory experts have repeatedly stated that Buttigieg's transportation department can and should redo that analysis to allow for a reinstatement of the breaking rule. Yeah. Now, liberals think Pete is a progressive because he is gay. Yeah. Uh, I heard this during the primaries. Who cares if he's gay? That doesn't mean anything. Pete's ex-military and a CIA asset. He's about as liberal as the war on drugs. (laughs) 
He's a careerist. Yes. And again, everything Americans hate about self-serving bureaucrats. <laughs> yes. Being gay doesn't make you liberal or free from criticism. I know plenty of gays who voted for Trump because they want those tax cuts. Yep. There are plenty of trans people who voted for Trump because they want those tax cuts. Kate, Caitlyn Jenner. <clears throat> yeah, well, Caitlyn Jenner's in a whole other level of crazy. But whatever. <laughs> You would think that Pete Buttigieg would at least want to change the rules to decrease the chances of this happening again. Apparently not. The railroad industry owns him. Mm -hmm. Just because some people on the right are acting in bad faith, and they are, that doesn't mean we should ignore a man-made ecological disaster. America is so broken that we now put politics above reason, above the environment, above human life. We have been conditioned to see everything through this idiotic red-blue paradigm. Democrats have become so fearful of Trump coming back to power or DeSantis being elected that they are willing to defend Biden at any cost. And the thing about the red-blue paradigm is they act like, well, people in Ohio, Trump won that state, so there's no liberals in Ohio, so it's fine if those people die. It's fine if their animals die. Yeah, you, you got uh, Large Marge fucking saying this crazy shit, like, we should just separate into the red and blue states as if the blue and red dots don't exist well, in both states. she's not alone because people on the left apparently see the world the same way she does. Which is nuts. Yeah. And I look, I'm sure Mayor Pete, he seems like he's a great husband, a great father. His, uh, hu his husband is seems like a really nice kid, nice guy. But... He's responsible here, and mm -hmm. he he. Is, this is a dereliction of duty. Yeah, and it's a dereliction of duty on on the Republicans' part. It's a dereliction of duty on the local government's part. It's a dereliction of duty on Joe Biden's part. Well, and I I want to add in the Democratic governor in Pennsylvania too, oh, because yeah. we keep forgetting Pennsylvania, and they have been forgotten in this whole mess. He was treating out some garbage yesterday, like what matters is our freedom. I'm like, who are you, fucking George Bush? <laughs> <laughs> who, the, You're a Democrat. Who, the, 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 the governor? governor of Pennsylvania. I don't know his name. <laughs> well, here's the thing. That's a good example. And the, he just won in yeah. the midterms. He was running against a guy who wanted, who was an election denier, mm -hmm. who wanted biblical law to be the law of the land. He was running against a complete nut. So I'm thankful he won, but he's still an asshat. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's kind of like our governor. You know, it, she's a Democrat, but she's a she's a big blue dog. This guy though is just horrible. Know, this guy gets on my nerves. So, I what I think is scary about this Ohio chemical disaster is that it might be years before we start seeing what happens to these people. Yeah, because these symptoms that people are experiencing and the exposure to these deadly chemicals might not show up as diseases for that long. Um, I wanted to read off some of the extra chemicals that I learned that were spilled during this it wasn't just vinyl chloride Go ahead. and i wanted to also add in that there is no safe amount of vinyl chloride that you can be exposed to none zero nothing it's not like lead where you can be exposed to a certain amount and not experience ill effects from that or they can chelate it out there is no safe level of it but that wasn't the only thing that was spilled things like butyl acrylate ethyl hexyl acrylate ethylene glycol monobutyl ether i mean these are tongue twisters, isobutylene. And they're all industrial chemicals that are used to make products like the PVC, rubber, paint, and other chemicals. And my ask on this is if these are so deadly and horrible and bad, why the fuck are we making them? Why do we need things that, that require these chemicals? I don't well, think that we do. As I said before, this is a part of our government secret railroad. We're transporting deadly chemicals all the time mm -hmm. across country yeah. through towns and neighborhoods and 
No one knows about it because the media doesn't cover it. And by setting them on fire, they aerosoled them and made them even more harmful and deadly. And then the governor celebrated that. Yeah. And Success. Like, and they said it was a controlled burn. There is no such the thing. Governor they just set it on of fire. Ohio and Pennsylvania stood up and had the mission accomplished banner behind them. Pretty much. And here's another weird thing about some of these chemicals. They have like a sickly sweet odor um, that reminds me of, of the poisoners who use uh, antifreeze Antifreeze to poison their spouses. It kind of reminds me of well, that. Well, that's the taste. That's what it tastes like, apparently. I've never drank I've antifreeze. I've never smelled it either. I've, uh, an- antifreeze. But when I was reading about these, these all a lot of them have a sweet scent um, or tastes a kind like of fruity mount- scent. Tastes like Mountain Dew. Yeah. And then uh, I think there was only one that actually smells like petroleum. So when people are smelling things, really what they're smelling is probably the burning around the metal that type of thing they're not maybe smelling because some of these things might even well, be well even if this isn't chernobyl do we want these accidents to happen again and it doesn't seem like there's anything being done to stop this from happening it, there is nothing being done to stop it happening or it just accidents in general yeah this shouldn't happen in an unpopulated area because it's still going to get in the groundwater people's wells are not safe to drink from or bathe in right now because they are they're experiencing horrific burns and chemical burns and irritation to you their skin think about you this. cannot adjust the, they're the stuff. willing to lose all these train cars th- th- that's more and wreck and actually wreck the rail line itself so the railroads rather themselves. than be regulated yeah that's yeah. something and the brakes that they wanted to install were brakes from the 1990s by the way and our braking system is from the civil war era, which you know modern very modern and and i just kind of want to circle back because i didn't really get to explain on this um you know amtrak has had several crashes because because of braking systems on the east coast and those are predominantly blue states and i'm not sure that they did anything to stop those crashes did they Uh, no no and i mean it's an industry that's heavily unregulated unregulated and And, and that's why they were having more crashes it used to be very safe it's not safe anymore the transportation secretary is not interested he's got pronouns too busy (laughs) It reminds me, like, look, when Trump was president, he had all these people put in charge of departments that were the opposite of what the departments needed. You know, you had a woman put in charge of the Secretary of, for Education. They're who, still there. Who didn't believe in... No, she's gone. Betsy DeVos is gone. Oh, yeah, Betsy DeVos but is gone. she didn't believe in education, but right. she was put in charge of education. You had a, a lawyer for the uh, industries put in charge of the EPA, a lobbyist. Yeah. And Isn't he still there? No, he's gone. They just put a new one in there. They replaced... <laughs> With a new lobbyist, I just mean. Everybody who <laughs> Trump appointed is is gone. Well, but there no. Were, no, no, not in the, the post office. In the cabinet. They're not... That's not the cabinet stuff. That is... Look, the thing with the post office is complicated. Oh, he could replace all those fuckers who are well, in the... Well, they got to get a bunch of support through that. You got to basically vote all them out. It, it is a mess. Trump did it. If he could fucking do it, he didn't do it, no, do it with any support. No, they resigned. It came up their turn oh yeah they resigned sure well, it came up there t- look i don't like the way biden's doing things but that's the least of his crimes okay that's the least of his crimes. well fifty thousand more uh post office em- employees were and i think just this- fired and they're the ones who actually are, are you know bringing you your fucking amazon packages and shit so i don't know how this I- is gonna work i've said for a long time i think we need a new form of post office we need a new way to deliver the mail i think the mail is antiquated and it needs to be fixed it needs to be updated because it's got a 91 percent approval rating it's still well b- look it's still one of the better working mail systems in the entire world for a part lo- of that is propaganda it's not true hmm. propaganda by who else the government you can't trust the government 
when it comes to releasing stats because they're liars and they lie. <laughs> they want you to love them. They want you. I thought these were independent no, stats. I was citing. No, a lot here. of those are funded by the government. Oh, great! <laughs> kind of like the drugs that, that are made by the uh, pharmaceutical companies. Yet they get to get all the profits. Well, that's who's in charge. Mm-hmm. It's the banks. Yep. It's people like Elon Musk. Yes, he's in charge of Biden. He owns Biden. Yeah. He might, the balls. he might shit on Biden and make dumb memes about Biden, but uh, if Elon Musk calls Joe Biden, Biden's picking up the fucking phone. Mm-hmm. So did Obama. Obama was tight with Elon. People forget this. You've got the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. They also control. Which they get a fuck ton of money from the government to make these drugs, and we let them charge out the ass for it. That is fucking criminal. It's criminal. But the point is, our corporate overlords are running the government. Yep. And this is not a conspiracy theory. This is not globalist, satanic, demon pedophile. It's not, look, it's not like they're getting in a room together and plotting out the, the course of humanity. It's really about bottom line dollars. They don't care if people get hurt, killed, or maimed. Or their own uh, railroad equipment is destroyed. They don't care. It's it's all about how much can I get more, more bang for my buck? How can I just eke out another half percent for my fucking bottom line? They don't. Fucking These care. people go to parties together. Yeah. This, this is, they're a part of a specific class, and we're just beneath them. We're peasants. And you can even be wealthy, and you're still considered a peasant because you're not a part of that 1%. Yeah, that 2 and 1% yeah. class. I want to close by actually saying something positive about a Democrat. You know, since we, you know, we're the podcast now, we hate Biden. <laughs> Sadly, former President Jimmy Carter has entered hospice care. He is 98 years old, and it looks like the end is near. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to be clear. Jimmy Carter was never a great president, but he was a great man. And I think he's one of the best people to have ever held the Oval Office. Yeah. Now, Jimmy Carter has some similarities to Biden, because when Jimmy Carter was president, I wasn't alive. But according to history books that I do trust, inflation was really bad. Yeah. And that kind of sank him. Well, because he had the mentality of his generation, which is tighten your belts. They lived through the Depression and World War II. And he said that to everybody else. And, and they were like, what? It <laughs> was like, things are bad. It is what it is. You're gonna, just going to have to get over it. You know? Yeah. And, and he didn't have a good personal relationship with the people on Capitol Hill. He mm. did not know how to talk to people. Yeah. He was kind of an introverted guy. Nice guy. He's very cerebral, extremely intelligent, smart. And has a deep and abiding faith in Christianity. But I actually don't consider him religious because he's more spiritual than anything. Uh, he's done he, so many good well, works. Well, he was a, a very devoted Christian, but mm-hmm. he's also a very humble person. Right. And quietly, after he's left office, he continued his mission, which was to do good. And he is a wonderful humanitarian mm-hmm. you won't see any other president doing what he did not you know, like him. out there building houses he was actually doing it he wasn't like bill clinton like yeah we built a house over here in haiti and then uh it's unusable oh that was disaster capitalism <laughs> that was a way to make money yeah it's just fucking terrible clinton foundation is a scam yeah i know i know i know people come back well, after it's me. a bummer because i i actually kind of like the clintons but you know the more i learn about certain aspects well, here, of them, look it's not great there was a time in the 90s in the late 90s where I think you could say Bill Clinton was a great president. He was. And I don't agree with his politics. He's too much of a capitalist. Yeah. And I'm not a capitalist. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to look. Ironically, it was his wife that got some of the social changes that a, we need through. I'm not a communist either. I'm a socialist. But Hillary has always been more the liberal. The late 90s were 
you know, I think Knowles, Chris Knowles, our friend, he calls it Boomtown. And it was. It was a <laughs> it was Boomtown. People felt good. Yeah. We were headed towards something great. Then 9 11 happened. Yeah, because you had this boom in the 80s and then a recession because of the trickle down voodoo economics. But then we from got Reagan. out of it pretty quickly. And then we got out of it because of what was going on with. Um, the 90s were this time Clinton. of like endless promise. And yeah, and the internet comes to the fore then, and we're all told. Man, this is going to bring humanity closer. This is going to just be like the bridge around the world, and it kind of and it felt like that. You could email people. It that turns was out so mad. It was almost like magic. It turns out people talking to one another on the internet is actually bad for society, <laughs> and it is. It's bad for relationships of all kinds. Uh, yeah, it's hard to make them. It's hard to keep them. And but when I think of Jimmy Carter, one of the things I think about because I'm a nut is. UFOs. What? Why? Because Jimmy Carter uh, reported that he had seen UFOs. Oh, fuck yeah. And when he, and I'm not real UFOs, not Chinese spy balloons. <laughs> and according to a NASA researcher, he cried when he was briefed by the government on the UFO phenomenon. I would love to have been in the room at what they told him. They probably killed them. That's why. I mean, they killed the aliens. Yeah. So, maybe that's what really broke his heart. It was deep throat. He killed the aliens. <laughs> Maybe he think- didn't know what a gun was, but when they <laughs> shot it, Mr. Mulder. I still think aliens are human beings. That's boring. I don't like that. I know you don't. I, 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 I like them as grays. Well, I like them as grays with big eyes. Maybe they're humans from the future. We're going to go there. They're humans from the future. Look, humans from the far future, they're not going to look like you or me. They're going to be weird looking. Well, I think a lot of them are telepaths. I think in other places they have, they're and much more spiritual. some of them spiritual. are rapists. What? Yeah. Where does, what the fuck? Well, that, if you that, believe in alien abduction. I, no, well, I think the government's been doing a lot of the so alien abduction. The government's rapist. Yeah. <laughs> Medical rape. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to insert... I do want to do an episode about this because I have a theory behind why there's a difference we're between... We're going to do we an see... episode called UFOs in the 80s eventually and we're going to get into how scary UFOs were once before yeah. they were balloons. Yeah. Because there seems to be like phenomena where you see UFO aircraft or... I mean, masses of people are seeing them. Whole cities. Nothing bad happens to them. And then there are other groups of people who see UFOs and a lot of bad shit happens to them. And I think there's a reason for this. <clears throat> the government. Um... <laughs> But I want to dive deeper in, into that. Yeah, we're going to get to that after we get to the next series of episodes, which are all scary episodes. Okay, so this is a Patreon episode, but we're going to be releasing this so everybody can enjoy this. One thing, I want to address some of the things we said in the other episode to clarify some things, and I think I did. Mm-hmm. Going forward, like I said, there's going to be a new schedule. Yeah. The episodes won't come out every other week. They'll be When we can do them, they will come out. Now, the, I am hell-bent on getting the St. Germain out by... Sunday because well, I, you've already this Sunday yeah because I worked my ass off on that and Damn. and it is almost all narration so it's not going to take as long because it's just going right through it and we're it's to the end it's gonna okay. probably be a forty minute episode it's a, it's tight and it's concise okay if you enjoyed this bunch of nonsense we talked about please consider subscribing to our Patreon uh-huh. it's five dollars a month and every time we do an episode we release one of these behind the scenes or behind the truth episodes where we kind of expand on what we talked about in the regular episode. Right. And it would help us out. It's only $5 mm-hmm. and it helps keep the podcast going. You know, it gives Stephanie a incentive to do it. So <laughs> everything's about money. It's capitalism. We live in a capitalist society. No, because it's, it's, uh, we're in the red every time when we publish for these, these things. So, uh, 
Well, you know, so I would like the I would like the podcast to at least like break even. Well, it was doing fine, and you know, things <laughs> it's not even doing off, it. off. I found out something last night though. Last podcast on the left, one uh-huh. of my favorite podcasts. It's this podcast. These three guys they talk about the most grotesque, horrible crimes, the comedians, monsters, gross stuff. It's massive. It's a massive podcast. But they didn't make any money for seven years. It took them seven years to actually, and now they're making bank. Yeah. But it took a long time for their podcast to grow. They had to generate a lot of content before that. And I have something planned for the podcast. We get to episode 50. There's going to be a big deal episode. He I'm hasn't not- even told me. He did, he always like throws these things out. He's never told me these things. Well, some because then I might change my mind. So. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> but I know what 50 is. And no, it's not Ted Bundy. We're not doing Ted Bundy. Oh. Not anytime soon. Is it Dahmer then? <laughs> no. It's going to be something more interesting than that. Not that Dahmer's not interesting. That'll be a regular episode. Yeah. So that's it. That's the terrible environmental hazard that Joe Biden is sleepwalking through. Uh Uh-huh. And you can find the Spookies podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and even Facebook, although we're not very active on Facebook. I'm trying to get Michael to post the same memes that he posts from Twitter over to the Facebook group. Because I know a lot of people who don't get on Twitter who would probably like to see the funny shit that he says on Twitter. I've been trying to do Instagram, man. Instagram is, <laughs> Instagram is, is reels now. They're competing with TikTok. That's the problem. Uh, if you want to follow me on any of these platforms, I am um, Steffi Hell Yeah on Twitter and Stephanie Hell Yeah on Instagram, where I mainly just post stupid memes in my stories because it's winter and I'm not taking pictures of things. Well, I'm shadow banned, so who cares? <laughs> who cares about You don't my, care what you... I don't... Fuck my Twitter. Fuck it. I'm fuck your Insta... He's never on Instagram either. Uh, no, but I do post on the Spookies Instagram. Yeah, so the Spookies Instagram is, is active up there. Yeah, I post pictures and memes and hints of what's coming, so... And again, I don't think Michael gave out the address for this, but if you would like to help support our channel, um, our podcast, I mean... You can uh, subscribe to Patreon at patreon.com slash the Spookies podcast, and it would be a great help. And if if you can't do that, and if that's, you know, too much a month, and I understand, look, guys, I understand. Uh, consider um, sharing this with maybe like friends, family, people who you might think. So they can tell you how much they hate us. <laughs> who might enjoy the podcast. Uh, help our podcast grow. And with that, I thank you all for listening and being a part of our weird little world. Yep. Scary stuff is coming. Enough politics. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.